back to the latest edition of Join Pain with Chris, Bernard, and Devin. Today's episode, we have a very special guest with an amazing story. Um, a New Orleans native, a former New Orleans Saint, and a current Hamilton Tiger Cat defensive back, Delvin Bro. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Happy to have you, man. So uh, let's dive right in. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you got, I mean, like I said before, you have this amazing story that you've probably said ad nauseum, but it's an awesome story, and I think we'd love to hear a little bit about it. Can you uh, give us a little info? Yeah, man. Um, this is uh, back in 2006, um, uh, October. Uh, we was playing against Jesuit High School. Um, it was it was cold, you know, um, nice cold day. They had my LSU scouts coming through. Uh, and, you know, I wanted to show out for the, for the scouts, man. You know, um, you know, be, being a prize recruit, um, potentially going in, you know, you know, starting as a true freshman. So, you know, I wanted to show the scouts what I can do, man. Um, so it was coming down on kickoff. Yeah. My best friend at the time, you know, I told him I was going to uh, go make the tackle. I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to make this play on, on kickoff, man. And, uh, you know, so I went down there, man, and. You know, left side of the field, man, I run down there about the, you know, 23-yard, 20-some-yard line, 23-yard line. You know, I, I dive in there, and the guy, as his knee was lifting, I dove in there. And, you know, I was making a normal tackle. You know, I'm thinking it's a routine tackle, you know. And I dove in there, and uh, his knee hit my face mask. Like, it, it hit my face mask and eject my neck back. And, man, I just rolled over, man, and everything just went dark. You know, um, everything just went dark. And within a few seconds, you know, I saw this this bright white light, man. It's something I can't I can't explain. You know, I'm, like I said, over the years, I've been telling this story and people was like a white light. Like, I, I don't know, man. That, that's just what I saw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, and then, you know, I'm, I'm hearing my coaches and my teammates like, hey, D-Bro, you all right? You know, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, all right. They gave me some smelling salt. My coach gave me smelling salt to give me up. You know, so I got up. You know, on my own power, walked off the field on my own power, took my own helmet off. And, you know, it, it, in high school, it's like um, you, when you get hurt, you have to sit out like a play or two, you know, three plays, you know, back in high school. Yeah. Um, and I was jumping up and down, man. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get back and go in. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Like, all right, I'm good. And then that's when I felt excruciating pain. Like I, I felt pain in my neck, man. And. You know, I turned around and told my dad, I said, Dad, you know, like something back here is bothering me, you know. So he gave me some ibuprofen and I tried to swallow the ibuprofen, but I couldn't swallow it because my disc slipped out my esophagus up in the front. So I had a scar in the front and in the back. And um, so my disc slipped out my esophagus as I'm trying to swallow the the, the ibuprofen and, and I couldn't, you know, like coughing up the pills, it's hurting, you know. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, Dad, you know, get the ambulance over here, man, like. You know, we need the ambulance. So they came over there, got me, put me on a stretcher, man, and, and took me to the hospital. I mean, it's it's even hard to fathom. I mean, I mean, I can't even imagine what how that must have felt, especially when you talked about the the bright light. I mean, like that's mm-hmm. that's pretty scary. I mean, you can only <laughs> like like kind of tell us what what were you feeling and exactly like what was like the like what else? Was, there's a lot of unknowns. Obviously, yeah. Time. Um, you know what? As a kid, man, 
I had that adrenaline, man. You know, I'm excited. Like I said, man, I was so pumped that I was having LSU, you know, scouts even come to a game. So my adrenaline from that morning, you know, was 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 high, man. It was like my dad was like, oh man, you must be ready for the day. And I'm just you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I got my LSU coaches come and watch me play. You know, this is this is big for me. Um, you know, knowing those scouts who are going to be there. So just leading up un- until that day, man, was, you know, it was normal for me. Like I said, it was a normal day. I mean, you know, I was doing what I normally do, you know, and that, that happened, man. It's crazy. That's so, so you're in the hospital after this game, and if I'm not mistaken, the doctor comes in and tells you you shouldn't be alive right now. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That 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 moment there was, uh, was, was very, you know, uh, scary man you know from 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 when the doctor walk in and and look at me man it just like man how are you alive son you know what i'm saying that's that's yeah, crazy that's like crazy. he was like how are you alive son and i'm like what you know as i'm laying in the the, the, the bed the hospital bed i'm like I'm like what are you talking about he's like son you broke your neck i'm like what <laughs> and my, my mom and dad, right, like my mom and dad, they start, you know, tears and stuff coming out their eyes. And I'm sitting up here like, well, if I broke my neck, well, I'm not dead. Yeah, Why am I here that's... talking to you guys? I exactly. got up and walked off the field half an hour man. ago. What are yeah. you talking about? Exactly. That's just crazy, ain't it? Man, yeah. I, I, man. I mean, that's unbelievable. I know, and you know what's crazy? I never want to. I, I never want to know why. I don't. I don't want to know the reason why. I don't want to know how. I don't want to know. Man, I don't want to know. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. Yeah, man. I got up. I, you know, I have the strength to get up, man. I'm, man. Listen to me. I mean, that's. I enjoy every day. In its own, that you like, you, you, the doc comes in. And he's like, "It's how are you alive?" I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's still scary, but that's got to be. I mean, I can't speak for this, obviously, by any means, but that's got to be pretty awesome that he's like, you should like when a doctor's like, yeah. you shouldn't even be here, and you're like, well, I just walked off the field, dude. Like, <laughs> this is yeah, crazy. man. And you know what's you know what's crazy, man. Um, you know, I I, I wasn't a big believer in, in in God, man. And and once that injury happened, that kind of woke me up, man. That made me see the light, literally. You know. <laughs> uh, um. So, man, I just you know I I just took it and ran with it, man. I had to tighten up. Whatever I was doing wrong, that right there was a sign for me to tighten up. You know, I don't I don't know what it was. You know. Um, I know I was a a little, you know, hectic, you know, kid growing up, man. But I, I don't know if that was 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 the moment for me to wake up and realize that, hey, man, life is bigger than what you're doing. You know, you got to tighten up. So that's what made me became a big believer in God. I got baptized and everything right after that. Oh, right wow. once I got out of the hospital, um, you know, and my life just changed, man. Everything changed for me since ever since that 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 injury, man. You know, like a I mean, it's just guys. it's just incredible to hear you talk about what would just be. I mean, and I'm sure it was just this traumatic event. And I, I just love hearing you talk about how it's turned into this positive and how it's turned into this, you know, oh, yeah. catalyst for your faith and this turning point in your life. I just I love how you turn such a negative thing into a positive in your mindset. I think that's really commendable. Um, oh, I appreciate it, bro. So. After the injury, can we talk about, you, you know, next few years, um, Ellis, you honored your scholarship. Uh, you got on campus and stuff like that. Um, what kind of happened there uh, over those next four years? 
Um, you, you know, <laughs> a lot has happened, man. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. man, I love college, man. Damn, I love college, man. <laughs> I wish I could go back for a, a year or two. You hey, know, you, just you and me both. Right, right, you know, <laughs> you know um, no, man, it was a pretty interesting time for me, man. Um, you know, not knowing that football was going to be available for me, um, you know, but I was I was there to get an education, man, and and I thought that was the, the 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 best thing for me at the time. You know, it's been a a young kid going into a D one you know program and 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 going into a top notch school, man. Um, I, I had to adapt and adjust quickly, man. You know, um, uh, when I first went in there for the first couple of years, you know, I, I was trying to get cleared and everything, because um, I, I man. I, 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 I was just trying to play in Tiger Stadium, man. I didn't care what I had to do to play in Tiger Stadium, man. I was I was around the facilities trying to lift weights. Like, they didn't want me lifting weights. They didn't want me running. They didn't want me barely tiptoeing. So the doctors was trying to clear me and stuff like that, man. And I never really got a, you know, a full opportunity to uh, get a, a great experience as far as the football aspect at LSU because of the liability standpoint, you know, they didn't want me to, you know, do a whole bunch of stuff because if anything was to happen with my neck, you know, or anything, you know, they, they would be liable for it. So, you know, I just kind of lived school, man. I lived the school life. You know, I was a normal, well, I wasn't normal. I ain't gonna say normal because I was on a full <laughs> scholarship and I didn't even have to go to a practice. I didn't have to go to football games. So I wasn't normal. That, that's not normal, you know, you know, but, but, but I was still considered, you know, a football player, athlete at LSU, but I just never played football. So it's, it's not normal because I'm not, you know, just a normal athlete student, but I'm not an athlete because I'm not playing. So whatever. I enjoyed those those three years, man, and it was one hell of a time, man, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so man, I just enjoyed it, man. Did you, during your time, was that what, did you meet Casey at LSU or did you meet her uh, before then? No, it was at LSU actually. Um, yeah. My sophomore year, I believe. Yeah, I believe it was my sophomore year, man. We're divorced now. Nah, it's crazy. Time flies. You know that she played a big role in you getting back into uh, professional football after your time at LSU, though. Is that correct? Correct. Um, yeah, she was. So she was big, man. She was. She was supporting me, man. She was behind me a hundred. And. You come out of LSU after not being cleared uh, by the doctors, and you decide that you still want to play football. You know, what did that decision look like for you? What did that mean to you? And what did that whole process kind of entail for you? Um, well, you, well, you know what, man? Um, I've been playing flag football at, at LSU, you know, just staying in shape, man. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my, my doctor, when I left the hospital um, back in 2006, you know, I asked him if football ever – you know, it's going to be for me again, you know, and he was like, send me Super Bowl tickets when you make it to the Super Bowl. And mind you, that it's the same doctor that walked in and told me, you know, how are you alive? You know, like, it's crazy. And for him, you know, after just a month in, in the hospital, for him to tell me this when I'm getting discharged, like, send me Super Bowl tickets when you make it to the Super Bowl, man, that for a 16-year-old kid, man, is, is that's that's everything, you know? That was everything to me. You know, because everything was taken away from me like that. And for him to, you know, have that motivational speech or quote or whatever he gave me, you know, I took that and ran with it. 
you know, so I channeled all that energy through the years of, of LSU, you know, not being able to play. You know, I'm playing flag football. I'm playing uh, semi-pro football. And I'm, I was just channeling all that energy, using all that energy, you know, to, to, to get myself, you know, on, on a professional level, man, to a high level, man. And I wasn't going to be denied, man. I was going to keep going until, you know, uh, until, I don't know, man, but I was just going to keep going, you know, until somebody give me opportunity, somebody sees, you know, my hard work, somebody see my talent, the time I've been putting in, you know, especially playing that, uh, playing flag football at LSU, you know, it was, it, it was just sharpening my skills, man. So whenever, you know, my opportunity came to play professional ball or to play football, you know, I was going to be ready. And that opportunity did come at mm-hmm. some point, right? Yeah. About a year and a yeah. half later. Mm-hmm. Yep, came in 2012, May of 2012, when I, I finally got cleared, man. That's, that's a beautiful day, beautiful moment mm-hmm. in my life, man. Oh, yeah. Can you take us through that day a little bit? You know, what, what were the emotions you were feeling on that day? What, what did that – I imagine that means everything to you, being clear to play the sport that you've loved since you were a child. Um, mm-hmm. Can you can you kind of walk us through what that felt like? Yeah, man. Um, It was early, early morning. Um, It was on a Thursday. Um. It was early, early, and I, I was telling my, my girlfriend, or ex-wife, no, Casey at the time, I was like, hey, I'm getting cleared today. I don't care what's going on. I'm getting cleared today. Yeah. I don't I don't know what was inside me. I don't know what, what got inside me, but I told her I'm getting cleared today. I just feel it, you know? And when I went back and saw my doctors and everything, and they, you know, looked at my neck, they'd done the, they'd done the whole range testing, range of motion. They want to see – you know, how, how far your head can bend up, down, side, side. And it was like, man, you look, man, this is a miracle. Like, mm-hmm. your neck is strong, it's, 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 it's ready. Like, you can, man, you you can go get in an accident with a with an 18-wheeler. <laughs> no, real stuff, real wow. stuff. Because my neck has 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 the titanium plates and the screws. He was like, you can go get in a, a head-on collision with a, like a 18-wheeler. Yeah, I, obviously I would die, but... You know, but but my head, you know, my head would still be intact. My neck would be intact because you know, you know, just listen. Yeah, exactly, man. And and how how as a person, how you supposed to feel when somebody tell you that, man? You know, you gonna want to walk around here confident. Okay, I know nothing can happen to me. I know God has His hands on me, man. I'm I'm stronger than ever. So that's how I live my life, man. You know, God love it. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. So being a New Orleans guy and then you being able to play for the local teams, I know with the Vipers and the Voodoo, can you can you kind of tell us how that was playing for your your city? And not not man, getting you, into the Saints yet, but at least those teams. Yeah. You know, that was that was that was pretty dope, man. You know, I, I always looked at those as, as as starting points to get to where I need to go. You know, and that was the, the ultimate goal was to to reach the Superdome. So during those times, man, you know, with the Vipers and, and, and Voodoo, you know, we played in the Smoothie King Center with, with the New Orleans Voodoo. Yeah. So every time we would, you know, go go around the Superdome or anything, I would always pray and I would always point to the Superdome. Always, no matter what. I would be in there. I would be playing in there. One day, I would be playing in there. So I'm telling my mind this. I'm training my mind. I will be playing in the Superdome one day. And this is when I was playing with the, the, the Vipers and Voodoo. You know, so I'm already preparing myself mentally. I will be in this court. I will be in the stage. I will be, you know, playing in front 80,000. I will be. Speaking but it just takes time. Existence. There you go. It, you know, yeah. it, 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 yeah. it, it, it takes time, though. But 
I'm training my mind. I will be planning that. No matter, I will not be denied. Yeah. And people, what's crazy is people don't understand. Like people, are like man, whatever. Like he just, I'm telling you, this shit is real. Yeah. Um, and like when people, when people just sit up here and be like, man, this guy, this guy, crazy. Like he, I just sit up there and look at him and laugh and keep on moving, man. Because I know, you know, I've been through it. I, I, I witnessed. I prayed every day. I'm the one who, you know, setting my mind. I'm fixing my mind to play in the Superdome one day. So I know. You know, I, I man, I, and I believe, man, I believe God is real. Some man, something is real. You know, because uh, they, they, it's, it's God in my life, man. And I, I think it's amazing. I mean, you're you're living proof of it. Yeah, yeah. Your, your entire yeah. life is a miracle, man. <laughs> like, yeah. it speaks for itself, right there. Yeah, man. That's so. Yeah, no, spent times. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Dev. Sorry, uh, uh, during your journey, like. Uh, motivating yourself to come back and getting all that done. Were there any like players you looked up to or like modeled your game after to try to get to the point you wanted to get to? Yes, man. Of course, Darrell Reeves, man. Um, oh, wow. I'm a big, big Darrell Reeves fan, man. Big, big Silent. fan. Big fan. You hear me? Like if Darrell Reeves walk in the room, I might cry. Like I'm, <laughs> I am that. Like I, like I would be starstruck. Yeah. Kid you not. Um, I'm a big Jeff guys, fan, so I'm also a big fan of Revis. Also, he's, he's a great yeah. player. Oh yeah. I mean, you guys play a similar game too. Just I, that's mm-hmm. I went back and I watched a bunch of your old film from the 2015-2016 uh, season, and mm-hmm. I mean, you just you punch guys in the mouth <laughs> off the line of scrimmage. Your hands love that are style in style of play. That I mean, <laughs> I, I can't name another defensive back with stronger hands that I've ever watched in my entire life, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you just. <laughs> jam these guys and they don't know what to do like yeah man <laughs> you know what man uh hey i was just about to say that man like my um my my dad was a uh uh he used to play well he tried for the tried out for the washington redskins and but uh he was telling me his favorite corner was mel blunt and uh hey. like dick night train lane and Oof. those big long corners man um safeties man you know that can come down and play corner you know um you know, that was his type of, you know, guys he used to watch. So I just molded after that, man. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, started watching like um, Sean Springs, Fred Smooth. Oh, you know, man. those guys are like, man, some athletic corners, big corners, athletic, you know, that can run. So I, I'm going to follow those guys until Darrell Reeves came in, in, in the play, man. And he started putting hands on receivers. And I was like, oh, I want to be like that. <laughs> you know, I like his game. You know, he smother receiver, man. He take you, you, he take the best receiver out, man, and that's what I love to do, man. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. That, and you talked about, you know, the big cornerback, like your willingness to tackle from the mm-hmm. cornerback position as well is just phenomenal. I mean, a lot of mm-hmm. defensive backs, I feel, you know, don't want to get their hands dirty. Deion You're not afraid to mix it up in there. No, man. Why? It's, it's part of the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you want to be a complete corner, right? You have to be able to tackle. You have to be able to cover. You have to be able to play zone. You know, you have to be able to do it all, man. You know, I I, I want when they look at the tape or, or like now with the draft, I want when they put on the draft on TV, you know, those pros and cons. I want my pros to, you know, outweigh my cons most definitely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I would do anything to, to make sure that happened, man. I know. And you're not only uh, uh, just a defensive back. I mean, you're just a football player. And what it that's, means to be a football player, you've got to be able to punch guys in the mouth. I mean, that's, that's it, man. It's a ball physical. player, you know. 
Educated ball player. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Let me say that I ain't just no damn ball player. <laughs> That's so. After your time with the uh, Vipers and Voodoo, you went mm-hmm. north, like way north, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> across the border up into Canada to the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, and that was the 2014 season you spent with them. Is that correct? Thir- Thirteen and fourteen. Thirteen and fourteen, mm-hmm. and just dominated the league. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was it was a moment for for the Bro Show. You know, man, it was a moment for the bro show, man. Um, you know, because it was it was it was a time for me to show showcase what I can do. You know, I was one more step away from playing in the Superdome. Like I told y'all, I used to point at the Superdome every time I pass it. I promise you. Mm-hmm. And this was just a stepping stone for me to get to the dome. You know what I'm saying? I did not want to play with no other team, man. You know, mm-hmm. but but the Saints. So I already knew. Hamilton was just a stepping stone for me to get to where I need to be. And why not go dominate? You know, that's what was in my mind. Like, why not come out here and dominate? Because if I'm dominating this, imagine when I get to the NFL. I'm going to dominate that too. With, uh, <laughs> with, with, with these plates and screws and rods in my neck. You hear me? Yes, sir. I mean, give them no so, excuse to not No excuses. Exactly. Yeah, come on now. I'm going to make it. I promise you. So, just having that chip on my shoulder, man, and knowing what my doctor told me, you know, those six years ago, man, you know, send me Super Bowl tickets when you make it to the Super Bowl, man. That's destined. You know, it's destined for me, man, to make it to the Super Bowl. So, you know what I was going to do? I was going to do whatever I had to do to help my team win to, you know, so I can get my legitimate shot in the NFL and go win a Super Bowl so I can get them tickets back, you know, so I can give tickets back to my doc- doctor, man. You know? Yeah. It's true. And. Mark. Yeah, I was busting my ass just so I can make sure I get this man his Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> you know what? That's crazy, man. And and you know what's crazy is I wasn't really doing it for me. It's I'm doing it for other people. I'm doing it for people who who who've been you know dealt with adversity. People who've been dealt with you know the odds going against them. You know, I'm not just playing for myself, man. I'm I'm, I'm playing for people who who are, who are good or, or, or who are going through things and had had it taken away from them. I want to show them that it's still possible. It's still possible. That's so 2014 season ends. Finish mm-hmm. the team. Uh, you were a pro bowler. Or, uh, is it pro bowler? All-star. Canadian All-star. 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 Mm-hmm. All-star in the Canadian Football League. And NFL teams take notice. Mm-hmm. You start getting these tryouts. I think, what, what did you have? Like the 12, 14 tryouts <laughs> lined up? Something like that? Hell nah. <laughs> no? <laughs> Hell nah. Man, I had 28 of the 32 NFL teams. Man. Oh, 28. <laughs> 28. I only went to 14, though. I only stopped, okay. I stopped at 14 because the Saints was there, and that's, that's <laughs> what made me stop. That's the only one that mattered. You know, that's the only one that mattered to me. That's the only workout I was waiting on. Like, hey, let me tell you how it's crazy. It's because God prepared me. He, mind you, I just got done the 2014 Great Cup year. I just got done. You know, and those NFL teams were expecting me to be ready and in shape to them come do a workout, man. I'm not ready. Like, come on, man, I just got done the season, a full season, and you expect me to come in here and run a 4-3, Man, I'm, I'm, my, my body's beat. I'm tired. I need to heal. I need to get some sleep. Oh, they wasn't hearing that, man. And that's when I, I realized, man, it's a business. Them people didn't care about me being tired. They didn't care about me being hurt and aching or in pain. They cared that I just got done my CFL season. Hell no. 
man, what can you do for me now? What, what you, can you run this 40 in a full five? Of, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. man, and me being on those planes and having to fly to this state and fly to that state, man, and having to go work out for a team, man, man, that shit was, man, it's a business, you know? And like I said, when it came to that 14, 15 team, when the Saints called me, man, I, man, I knew I was going to get picked up. I knew, self-consciously, no, I knew I was going to get picked up. That's why I told my agent, I said, man, I'm not doing no more workouts after this. He said, what? You have you have 16 more. I, man, I'm not doing no more. I promise you. Man, I went out there and I killed it, man. I killed that. You know? Because I knew where I wanted to be. I knew where I wanted to be. That, and I think that it showed on your play on the field as well. I mean, you could tell that you were a guy that wanted to be there and wanted to win for the hometown, you know? Um, I mean, this is my bias coming out as a Saints fan. I watched every mm-hmm. single game that year, and mm-hmm. uh, one of the few bright spots on that defense, you know, no disrespect to those other guys, but, I mean, you, you were lights out for us that year. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a stretch in December where you allowed, like, one receiving yard over three games or something <laughs> insane like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. And just, I mean – Incredible performance uh, for the Saints. Man, I appreciate it. And I know a lot of guys still want you back, man. I, you know, active on the subreddit and stuff like that. I think there was a thread like two months ago that people asking about, you know, when are we bringing Bro back? So, <laughs> oh, that'd still... be dope, man. What a thread! <laughs> so I can go put my inputs in there, man. I want to go see and, and read, man. Because I, man, I would love to be a Saint, man. But you know, my 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 focus is. In the CFL, man. My feet are in the CFL, and I'm staying with my feet at, baby. Yes, sir. Hey, and you guys had a good year last year. Great Cup finals. Man, we all we always have great years, man. <laughs> Come on, don't make, don't make it seem so surprising. <laughs> man, we always have great years, man. <laughs> as long as I've been there. As long, yeah. Exactly. As long as you've yeah, been let's there. Let's say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been having great cup. I, I've been to the Great Cup three out of the four years I've been up there in Canada, man. So that's. You know, and I lost all of them. So it's due. We're due for one. Yeah, you got to get one. I mean, come on. God damn. (laughs) Oh, what's it been? 99 was the last Hamilton Grey Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. Y'all are due, man. Man, we're due, man. Hopefully everything works out. You know, we get to damn uh, to the Grey Cup next year. I can't wait. Y'all got me excited in here, man. Talking about it, man. Man, I can't wait. That's so curious about your thoughts, you know, as a professional athlete, you know, you're not a doctor, obviously, but with Mm -hmm. this pandemic happening right now, you know, Mm -hmm. what in your mind has to happen for you to be comfortable as an athlete to go out there and uh, perform? You know, what what has to happen? Everybody, you know, just got to do the right thing, man. Just listen to, you know, the higher ups and stay home, stay safe so we can – Everybody can get back out and get active and do, you know, what we all what we all want to do, you know, and that's just to be in society. So, you know, we just have to, you know, stay strong, stay together right now until it's time, you know, for them to open up everything, man, and everybody get back to their normal life. If that's what you're asking. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, that was okay. perfect. That was perfect. Right. Has the CFL released anything yet for the upcoming season have they mentioned anything have they had any talks um what yeah so they they pushed the season back june 30th now yeah so 
Okay. We have a little more time to work out and, you know, more time to, you know, Get spend time with my son. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and do That's... a podcast, man. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. You know? You know? I love it, man. Uh, so how have you been spending this time, you know, this extra time off? I know you said you got a young son. You got an apparel brand launch, and it seems like you've been busy, man. You're not just sitting on your hands. <laughs> no, man. No, man. Um, like I said, yep. Yeah, I spent time with my son, man, a, a lot, man. You know, I love my guy. Um, and I also, you know, got got going with my apparel line. You know, my brochure apparel line, man. Um, I actually it dropped on my son's birthday. Um, you know, I thought that was pretty dope on his third birthday, so. That was cool, man. We, we're getting it going, and we're, we're making we're making uh, a, a, a lot of sales. You know, you know, during this time. So, you know, imagine when it opens up, man. I, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. You know, because more people can see the bro show, and you know, uh, we're coming out with uh, on when is it tomorrow? I'm actually getting in my summer apparel. You know, for for oh, for, nice. the, for the for the women, I'm having tank tops. Um, you know, for women and men's men's tank tops and stuff like that. So, you know, I think in some socks. So I think it's going to be pretty dope, um, you know, to see where this takes us, man. You know, um, I, I think it's pretty big. It's me and my two brothers and uh, we're running a whole show, man. You know, so it's pretty dope. And uh, where can people find this apparel? Oh, uh, you can find my apparel on uh, all my social media. So you can go to Instagram at bro show underscore apparel underscore. Um, you can go to Facebook. At CEO Bro, um, and you can go on my website at broshow.com to look up, um, you know, the colors, anything you want, and you can DM me for uh, info on how to order, how to purchase, anything like that. So that's great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, highly man. recommend checking that stuff out, guys. Um, some really great stuff that Delvin's got up there. So definitely head over there and uh, give that a look. If you guys get a chance. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. What what inspired you to start this uh, clothing brand? Like any, any inspiration? Uh, no, man. You know what? This just has been something. Um, you know, it's been on my mind since I was a kid, man. Just growing up and always, you know, um, wanting to own, um, uh, own a Carolina, uh, become my own boss. You know, um, and I thought, you know, me playing football and getting back into the swing of things. You know, I came up with the bro show. You know, and, you know, I've just been doing my work on a bro show, coming up with the TV idea, and how I wanted, you know, all put together, man. And, you know, it, it's just it's just something I did on my own, man. It's something I, you know, I took time with. And, you know, um, I, I love it, man. I love it. I think it's I think it's a gold mine, to be honest with you, because it's patience. You know, it took me years and years and years, you know, to 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 get everything down to a T. So I, I think it's going to do do pretty well, man. And I'm I'm pretty excited to see where it takes us. Thanks, boss. Can't get over that name. I, I, the Bro Show is just awesome. I think that just sells <laughs> alone right there. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Man, what y'all thought about the Saints in the draft, man? Tell me. What y'all think about that? How much time we got? We got we got as much time as you want. <laughs> okay, yeah. How, what, what y'all thought about the draft, man? That I think that we killed it. I think the Saints killed it, you know. I mean – we got we got a pretty full roster to begin with, so I don't hate the idea of trading a bunch of late round draft picks. I mean, if you look back at our record, we're not, or we haven't been as good on hitting on those late round picks as of recent as we had been in the past. So I, I love the idea of moving up, being aggressive, 
going and getting the guys that they want. Um, I think grabbing Bond and Troutman where we grabbed them were steals. Ruiz, a lot of people consider him the best uh, interior offensive lineman in the entire draft. And then I like the idea of trading back up and grabbing the uh, Stevens kid from Penn State, Mississippi State. You know, If Taysom Hill is going to oh, be yeah. the quarterback of the future for this team, you got to get a guy that can play just like him as a backup. You know, um, True that. So – I, I loved I, I loved what the Saints did. Um, curious what you as, as a former player, what what do you think about these guys? You got any thoughts on no, them? No, no. I, I thought they did well. I mean, they always do well in the drafts. For me, you know, we we always get um, you know great picks, man. Um, then, like I said, I believe in Ireland. I believe in you know Mickey and, and showing them over there, man. I, I know they 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 they're at the top of their game in that uh, in that aspect. So I don't worry about that, man. They, I thought they did a hell of a job. Absolutely. Speaking of hell of a job, your your alma mater made up like half the draft this year. I think everybody on the LSU that was draft eligible is on an NFL team now, like which is just one of the craziest already. things that I've ever Don't heard. Uh, curious to get your thoughts on some of these defensive backs out of LSU specifically. Um, you know, Fulton, Delpit. What, what, what do you sort of see them projecting as in the next level? What do you like about them? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like their upsides, man. I, I like their um. This smartness, man. You know, I watched Fulton. You know, this past year, man. He he's a smart corner. You know, and and you really don't see a lot of smart corners. I think what I mean by that is, just pay attention to the way he plays his game. Like if you watch him, watch his alignments on certain receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like he plays to his alignments on certain receivers. If you watch the national championship game against the receiver, he was playing this outside leverage, man. And a lot of cornerbacks don't really think like that when they play. You know, they can just go out there and play. But I'm just watching him specifically because I know he's coming out in the draft. I know I said, let me see what this guy can do. You know, I'm gonna see what this young guy can do. And that stuck out to me, man. He's a smart player, man. Like he knows whenever the receiver was tight. But uh, but no, man, and just watching him play, man, you know, he saw the the tight split, tight X receiver was tight, man, and he backed off because he knew his help was in the inside, man. That's a that's a smart corner, man. That's that's what smart corners do, man. And from that aspect, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going he, he's, I think he's going to do really well. He just have to transition over everything he learned there into the, to, to the pro game. And, I, I mean, I think he's going to be amazing. Dale Pitt, he's just a dog, man. You, you've seen that his freshman year, man. You know, you've seen that his freshman year coming in. He's a dog, man. So I, I'm not expecting nothing but, but great things from him from the start. It reminded me of Adams, man. You know, just that vocal leader, that guy that's going to be back there making those splash plays for you, man. I think he's going to have an instant impact. In the NFL, that baby Jamal, man, oh yeah, that and I think I wouldn't say guys. I wouldn't say baby Jamal, nah. he, I would say baby Jamal because he's his own man. You did that's Grant, that's Del Pitt. Uh, ain't, no, ain't no baby Jamal. He's his own man. Point, that, man that man, Del Pitt. That was his nick. Yeah. Uh, just that was his nickname I, 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 at LSU. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to belittle mm-hmm. anybody here. <laughs> I ain't no baby Adam. Mm-mm. That boy's savage. Not a bad comparison, though. I mean, if, if you're gonna be compared to somebody, that's not a bad guy for uh, safety. Um, but yeah, man. No, that's that's Del Pitt, man. That boy's a savage, man. I like it, man. I think I think he's better than Adams, to be honest with you, man. Really? I think so. Wow. I think so. Wow. All right. I think so. And the reason why I think so, and I'm gonna give you my. If you pay attention to Del Pitt's instincts, and not saying Jamal don't have instincts, he has hell of an instinct. He's a he's a grown man back there playing safety. 
But watch how Delpy reacts. Yeah, but his instant he reacts so much faster, man. And I think he diagnoses players quicker, man. I, that, and that's to me. That's just me. I don't know what you guys has to say, but that's just me. No, I, I, I personally, I like both of them. I think that both of them fell because of the. I, I think that they didn't get fair shakes this season. I think that they both were yeah. fighting through injuries. And if you turn on the tape from last year and the year before that, you see studs and studs. Yeah, I think that that's, that's what you're getting in these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Ballish. So, interested to see what they're going to be at the next level. But, um, I mean, that LSU team was just stacked at every at every position. Real offense, at every defense, position. Every single position. Yeah, it's you knew, man. Like, when those guys out there having fun when they're losing or when they're down, man, that's when you know you got a, super, a superior team, you know? You know, you're having fun when you're down. Man, what? That's a confident team, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, you know what, man? I honestly, what I want to do, uh, I, w- I want to talk about my, my Saints, my, t- my time with the Saints some more, man, because I, I feel this need to get heard more than just one on one podcast. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? I, 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 I really, because, because I'm, I'm, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of, you know, my fans you know, just keep asking me, when when are you coming back and play for the Saints? Why you left the Saints? So yeah, man. Um, but I, I because I I just want my fans to hear me out. Just know, man. Hell no, I ain't want to leave the damn Saints. I ain't just up and walk out on my Saints like that. That's first of all. Let's get that figured out now. I love my team. I love who that nation. I love my hometown team. So I would never dare forsake. You know, of, of not putting a hundred percent. You know, well, at the time that I would put a hundred percent in. You know, for you guys. You know, I, I love the city. I, I love my hometown team, man. And I would never, you know, you know, just just walk out on 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 a team in a city which I'm from. You know what I'm saying? And and mm-hmm. and not giving my all. So. Despite all that saying, man, yeah, it was it was a trying time during, you know, you know, during that whole phase, you know, of 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 the misdiagnosis and um and and all that crap, man. Um and you know, I was just trying to stay positive and stay strong. Well, I ain't no trying to. I was. I was staying positive and strong during the during the whole process, man. Even when, you know, we, we found out you know, that the misdiagnosis was actually real. You know, it was actually a thing. You know, it wasn't a bone contusion. It was a broken leg the whole time. And, uh, and yes, uh, man. Huh? Delvin, can, can you give a bit of background on that injury just for people that might not be familiar with the situation? Okay, yeah. So um, so I broke my leg in 2016. It was the Oakland Raiders game um, in 16. You know, I broke my leg. So it was playing against the Oakland Raiders, right? And it was on a punt return or something. My name was uh, Taiwan Jones, and I, you know I was blocking him coming down, and you know his knee hit my knee, and I, something happened with my, my my left leg, my fibula. So I, I didn't know it was broken or nothing like that. I just felt the sharp pain, and I'm jogging off the field, and you know I'm I'm, I'm like, damn, something wrong with my leg. I don't know what happened. I mean, it was just on punt return. All it did was just block the guy. You know, his knee hit while our legs got tangled up. His knee hit my leg. And, I'm, you know, I ain't think nothing of it. So I get to the sideline, and I'm telling my DB coach, you know, I, I told him, I said, man, I, I can't go. Like, my, my leg. Something's wrong with my, my leg. And she's like, what you mean you can't go? I'm like, man, I can't go. 
I think it was uh, Aaron Glenn was our defensive back coach and Dennis Allen was our uh, uh, defensive coordinator. And I was telling him, like, listen to me, man, I can't go. Something's wrong with my leg. You know, so I got the trainers over there. They came over down the sideline. They trying to put me through drills and stuff like that. Mind you now, I didn't took two, um, what you call those strong-ass pills, man. Um, shh, the hell I gave it. Toradol, Toradol. So I took oh, two yeah. Toradol before the game, right? You know, I took two Toradol. So that Toradol is basically like a strong Advil, a strong ibuprofen. You know, anything bothering you, take that and it clears it up or whatever. So I took two of them already. So if I'm feeling this pain through the pills already. If I'm feeling the pain, something must be wrong, obviously, right? Yeah. So so I'm running on the sideline, I'm jogging, and and next day you know, Coach Payton comes over there. Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm trying to get ready. I'm trying to get back in my leg. You know, I'm this on the sideline, not the Oakland Raiders game, 2016. I'm on the sideline. I'm trying to get back in the game. And that's when Brandon Cooks scored that 99 yard. Th- I think was it 99 yards, I believe. Again, what was it against? Yeah, it was against 99 or 98. 99. It was long. Yeah, it was a long touchdown that year. Yeah, you remember. So that game. So when he's scoring, as he's running down the sideline, Coach Payton turns on, look at me. Are you going to quit? He's like, are you going to quit and give up on your team? Get out here. We need you out here. Don't quit and give up on your team. I'm looking at him like, man, like, I ain't fucking quitting. Like, something's wrong with my leg. I'm trying to tell you something wrong with my leg, but nobody wants to hear that. I'm telling you, I'm telling the people something's wrong with my leg. I'm telling Coach Payton something's wrong with my leg. I can't go in. I can't run. So I go in there and take two more damn toad off. Oh, wow. I'm trying to get back in the game because I'm feeling the pressure from him. To, you know, like, get back in the game. I'm, and something is wrong with me, man. He wasn't trying to hear that. Yeah. De- defense backer wasn't trying to hear that. Nobody wasn't trying to hear that. But me all along, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in, in this damn on the sideline, sitting on the sideline, riding a bike, like, man, if I go out here, I can actually break my leg. Something is wrong with me. I know. You dig? And I go out there, so my coach, he comes over there, like, come on, we need you to play. We need you out here. That's Coach Payton telling me now. I'm like, all right, bet. You know? So I'm like, what am I supposed to do as a player now? What am I supposed to do, bro? Am I supposed to sit on the sideline? I'm like, no, coach, I'm not going to go in. No, you know what I'm saying? It's such a tough position. Exactly. What am I supposed to do, bro? So I'm like, you know what, man? Fuck it. Fuck it. Man, where my helmet at, dog? Just like that. Just like that, man. I'm, I'm out there, man. The next six plays or four plays, four to five plays, man, I'm playing on a fucking broken leg, man. You think he fucking cared about me and the way I felt, dog? No. And that's one time, man. This was in 2016. Nobody never heard about this shit because they don't want shit to get out, bro. Yeah. Mm. This is in 16 when I broke my leg the first time. This is Coach Payton telling me on the sideline, like, I'm you quitting and giving up on your team. You're going to give up on your team. I'm not fucking giving up on my team. Something is wrong with me, man. I never give up on my team. So don't ever fucking come over there telling me, oh, you a quitter. You're going to give up on your team. Don't ever fucking put that in my name, man, because that ain't who I am. Yeah, I mean, the, your, the background shows that. I mean, why would, like, why all of a sudden, exactly. a year after you had a great year for them, <laughs> like, best, probably come the on, best man. player on that defense. Um, and crazy. now all of a sudden, oh, no, I, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't, don't want to play. That, that's it's bogus, crazy. man. That's it's bogus. crazy. It's crazy. So doing that. So now, mind you now, if you go back and go back to the 2016 game against Oakland Raiders, man, I went back out there and played about four or five more snaps, man, on a fucking broken leg, dog. And my leg would have snapped, bro. Oh, what the man. fuck would have had my career was over with and ain't nobody going to give a fuck about me? Yeah. Everybody, man. The pressure you're being put up on, bro. 
nobody would have gave a fuck about me, man. Because obviously the head coach is showing me he didn't give a fuck about me. Right then and I'm telling you something is wrong. I didn't want to take more pills to come back and try to play for you, dog. Yeah, and I think that brings some light to some of that harsh underbelly, I guess, of the NFL and how it's not – it's very cutthroat, man. I mean, they don't they don't mess around, and that, and that is unfortunate. And I'm glad we have you on to, to kind of give us yeah. the players' perspective because – not always they, – they, the players never – they don't always get the benefit of the doubt. It's very unfortunate, especially in a game like the NFL, which is a gru- – or right. football, which is a grueling sport. And players have not been treated that well in this sport, and it's very unfortunate. And this is a perfect example. Because yeah. people don't – you know, and my thing is because they want to – you know, they want you to keep it in, you know. You, you know, and nobody's supposed to say nothing to get out. Man, fuck all that. That's bullshit. I don't like it. I, like I said, man, it's 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 a time and place for everything. It's 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 a respect level. It's about you know it's people lives, man. You people lives on the line too. At the end of the day, man, this is how I'm taking care of my family, dog. I understand this is how you taking care of your family. You know, I'm the best corner you got on your team. You want me out there playing, but if something is wrong with me, man, if I go out here and damage something more than what I'm already damaged, then I could potentially be, I could potentially not have a fucking leg. Yeah, I mean, it's your livelihood right there. Exactly, man. But you but you don't care about that. During the heat of the moment, you know, you're forcing me back out there on the fucking field with a broken leg. But I go, so it, within a couple plays, man, I, I, man, I went down. I said, yeah. I, 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 and that's the only time I say can't. I've never used the word can't, man. Yeah. But I just couldn't go. I couldn't. I, I can't play this game. I couldn't play the game at fucking 30%, 20%, 10%, man. I, I couldn't. Exactly. So when I finally, you know, when they finally took me off the stretcher and got me back there and it's like, oh man, your leg was broken. Well, what the fuck I was trying to tell y'all? <laughs> I told y'all something was wrong with me, man. Now, 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 now I got to sit up here and be, oh, oh, well, damn, I should have, no, I should have just sat on the sideline. I, no, F that, man. The fucking pressure and the shit that they got thrown up your back, man. You, what you want to do, man? When, your back, is, when your back is against the wall, like... What you want me to do? So I'm curious. It's crazy, and that's just one incident, man. Yeah, I can only that, imagine. Yeah, so and you had another incident in 2017, correct? Right? Yeah. So uh, can you walk us through that? What since that that that's when you you left the team in 2017, or I and I use correct. that term loosely, leave the team. Yeah, I didn't um, leave the team. No. <laughs> that can you kind of walk us through that year and what happened there? Oh, yeah, man. It, man, everything was going smooth, man. It was like a refreshing year, you know, just after the injuries and all that stuff that happened 16. I was like, man, this is, a you know, another year for me to showcase what I can do. You know, it's contract year coming up. You know, I, I, I have to ball. I have to do what I have to do, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, I'm training, busting my ass, come to training camp. Excuse me. Come to training camp. And uh, there was Joseph Morgan. You know, he was running down, you know, I was trying to tag off or whatever. And his knee hit hit my same leg, the, the same leg that I broke the, the year before. He hit it, boom. It's day three of training camp now. Hit it, boom. I'm like, damn, something wrong with my leg. My leg, I just went down, went limp, you know, my leg. I'm like, damn. We started doing sprints afterwards, and I told my DB coach, Aaron Glenn, at the time, I said, coach, I can't go. He was like, what you mean? I said, man, something on my leg, man. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's broke again, coach. He said, what? How your leg? What happened? I said, you know, I explained to him. I said, man, the dude just needed me. He hit me, and I was, you know, 
You know, it was crazy. I was just running off the side, running off the field. I just made a play. And I was just going to run off the field, man. He tried to cut back. And that's when he hit me. Like, his knee hit me. And I'm like, dog, you didn't even have to do all that. All you have to do is just keep running straight. Wait, so th- th- this happened after the drill was over? This was just... Like, yeah, so this was right. So, right, I made a play to play before. Then he caught a pass. So the next play came, you know, Joe Morgan caught a pass. Boom, boom, boom. He was just running up the field. So now, you know, the play is dead now. So, you know, you guys, you know, they'll run an extra five or ten yards. Just like they're going to the end zone, you know, because that's what they're practicing, yeah. getting in the end zone. So he's running. I'm like trying to get off the field and he cuts back. For what? What you cutting back for, bro? Like, just keep running. Like, you have all this. Room. So when he cut back, he knee, his knee hit and caught me right in the damn leg that I broke. It hit right in the exact same spot, man. Boom. I felt it instantly. I felt it when I had when I felt it uh, in the game against Oakland Raiders. I said, "Damn, somewhere on my leg." I like that. It's broke again. I already know. So you know that's when I told my coach and everything because they was like, oh, "Bro, why you not running?" I'm like, "Man, somewhere on my leg, man. I can't even." I, can't. I slammed my helmet down and everything. I'm like, "Damn." So I walked into the tra- tra- treatment room and everything, and then that's where all this shit happened, man. That's where everything it just got ugly for for the next two weeks in there, man. And, that during that time, man, it's it's I, I don't I don't like talking about that time because it made me feel less of a man, made me feel made me feel less of a human being. If you get what I'm saying, because of the torture and all of the pressure and all of the threats and the fucking you quitting, you don't want to pray, you don't want to be all that shit, man. From the embarrassments, from embarrassment, from my teammates, from you know, you know. Making the damn trainers look scared in that motherfucker, man. Like, man, it was ugly in there, man. It's like, how the hell could you be a grown man and you get nervous and you scared when you see a a, 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 a head coach walk into a treatment room? Yeah. What type of business we got going on in here, man? I mean, I, you did, yeah, man. I mean, I I, I know it's it's got to be tough to talk about and try to relive that those those rough memories, but I yeah, think it's I good to speak about it because it kind of shows sheds a light on some of that. Um, behind the scenes that no right. one really gets to see, especially the average fan or even just the other media outlets. They really don't – nobody covers that Nobody's because it's right. not really allowed. It's I guess. in-house. It's, it's in-house, right? In-house, but, yeah, exactly. But I think it's it's really good to for you, for a guy like you to, to, to shed some light on this and give us some insight because this can't be the only case. Man, no. No Man, way. listen to me, man. No. Man, 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 no. It's just happening to me, man. And I'm I'm strong. I'm a strong individual, man. I don't back down from nobody. Clearly, yeah. You did? Because guys, man, I'm I was supposed to be dead. 2006, man. I ain't dead. So I have a purpose here. What my purpose is, I don't know. But I'm gonna deal with all my problems head on. You know? I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna deal with them head on, man. And I don't like the way that she was dealt with, man. Nobody likes the way it's dealt with. Oh, but definitely not. How much? How, how, how? My thing is, man. How much could you take, dog? How much could the person take from being, you know, you know, pressured and and, and threatening and, you know, you don't want practice here. You know, man. You know this motherfucker told me, man. <laughs> man, gonna tell me. I'm in the. I'm, I'm I'm laying on the treatment table, you know, and you know I'm talking to my teammates in there. You know, I'm vibing. We vibing, having a good time. Great morning, man. And he comes in there and is like, hey, how, when, when, is, when is he practicing again? Like, I ain't got a fucking name. When is he practicing again? <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking like, I'm looking at him like, 
All right, uh, who he talking to? You know, like, uh, like who is he? Yeah. You know, and he, uh, but he's talking to the trainers though, like the the actual physical therapist. So he's talking to them, and he's like, "Oh God, well, we don't know. We was going to go do some some leg work, some leg drills, or we was going to go run and do some backpedal." You know what? I don't. Man, this is a bone contusion. Ain't no damn well bone contusion take this long. You know what? I don't want to see his face out here. You know what? Wow. I don't want to see your face out here. You know, go go work out in the, in the, in a uh, in an indoor facility, in an indoor thing. I don't want to see your face out here. The fuck? Yeah, man, that's. I mean, that's just, man. How much could you take, man? Hold, it, bro. And man, and it's for me being a grown ass man. It took me so much to not say nothing, bro, because I know that's my boss. This is how I get paid, man. I can't go fucking saying nothing back to this man. Yeah. If I do, I'm getting fired. Now me and my family don't have nowhere to fucking go. Oh, we ain't got no money to, to, to be bringing in because I have to respect him. I have to, man. Fuck that shit, man. And that's why I told him whenever we had our meetings, we always went private. You dig? Yeah. I don't want the means yeah. in front of nobody, man, because Definitely that ain't not. right, man. You been a head coach, and I don't give a fuck who you is, man, but it's the way you talk to people, you handle shit, man. This could have went a whole different way, man. I'm guarantee you that's why I got released from the team. Nobody know about this shit, man. Nobody knew about the backstories. Man, Coach Payton could have gotten at least about two or three fights in them fucking meetings behind doors. Wow. I mean, because because he's so much fucking disrespect, bro. It's not just an athlete, but how much a human being can take. Fuck being an athlete at this point, because all that shit got thrown out the window. Being an athlete, trying to be tough, being an athlete, it got it got personal. Yeah, man. you hit me with him. It got personal in there, man. And I had I, I was a man, dog. I'm gonna stand up for myself, man. Because if I feel it's wrong, and you talking to me like that, I feel I should talk back to you the same way. Yeah, I mean, you got to stand up for yourself. I mean, you're still. I mean. That's what I think people don't realize, especially when it comes to pro athletes, is that they're still people. <laughs> they're still people. We're people like, at the end of the beings. day, man. Um, We're all human. And that's yeah. what I didn't understand because I'm telling Coach, like, bro, for the week and a half, I'm like, Coach, something is wrong with me, man. And let me tell you, this man had me practicing, bro. Yeah. Three days. Three that's... days into the thing, I'm out here practicing, man. He coming in there like... You know, remember that pressure I told you I felt when I was riding a bike in an Oakland Raiders game? Like, well, you're going to quit on your team? Like, that, that, that I'm giving up, that that type of thing. He made me feel like that in the fucking treatment room in front of my people. So I had to go practice. I wanted to go show my teammates I ain't a hoe. Man, I'm going to go fucking practice. I know I'm fucking fucked up. I know something wrong with me. But the pressure he's putting on me, I'm going to go fucking practice just to show. I'm a fucking strong individual, man. And that shit right there, bro, that's not cool, dog. That was not cool at all, bro. My teammates looking at me like, bro, you all right? Fuck no, I ain't all right, man. I'm not all right for that, bro. You want this man come and talk to you 24-7 like that, bro, for two weeks? Yeah. Down your fucking back. Oh, you need to be practicing. Oh, you can't practice. I don't want to see your face. I don't want this. Oh, you know what? Don't even come out the house. Man, it's a bone contusion. But it's a fucking broken leg, man. And you know what? The motherfucker still haven't really apologized to me. They're going to go apologize to the fucking team. But that's bullshit, man. And that's why I'm so bitter right now to this day because I still haven't got no fucking apology. And you know, I don't even give a fuck no more, to be honest with you, dog. Because it's over with. It's my time to tell my side of the story, man. And like I said, man, before I started this whole thing, man, I would never run out on my city. I'd never leave my city. I never would do anything to fuck I love fucking New Orleans, man. You telling me I don't want to pr practice and play in front of my 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 supporters, my fan. You telling me I don't want to do that? Y'all must not know Delvin, bro. Or at least coach didn't. He he must didn't know who Delvin Bro really is, man. Yeah, I just thought of you as just like another player, just another De asset on, on the team. But that was it. 
I mean, that's yeah, I mean, dog. it's really sad, and and I, I I feel for you, man. I mean, I can only imagine. I mean, I can hear the pain and anger in your voice. You can really it feel sucks. it. It sucks, um, man. And it when you really, balling, yeah, you get man. kicked out the league, man. For what? Well, I ain't gonna say kicked out the league. They just didn't sign yeah, a yeah. tender. I ain't gonna say kicked out the league, but but you know, just being out the NFL. Yeah, I mean, but it shows. I you mean, know, I'm, like, come on, man. I'm glad we can hear your side of the story. I mean, that's very important. Is the players don't get a lot of the benefit of the doubt. No, especially we don't now, and especially in pro sports, there's a lot of egos, especially when it comes to head coaches, GMs, and I mean, you know, you're you were literally involved in this, obviously. Man, you know what, man? That was a trying time for me and my 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 my, my family, man, because. Every day I used to go home, man, and cry, bro. I'm yeah. a fucking grown man, yeah. dog. Still a human crying, man. Driving, driving across the causeway. You know, I, I used to stay on the North Shore, so I'm driving across the causeway. Man, that's twenty some minutes, thirty minutes of time alone, dog. Well, I don't know if y'all from New Orleans or not, but they have a Brit bridge that's twenty five minutes, man. Twenty thirty minutes, man, that you have to drive across. So every day, bro, I used to come from practice with all this shit, bro. All these yeah. threats and shit. Man, I have time to. To sit up and let this shit sink in my head, my mind, dog. And I got to go home to my wife, or was my ex-wife at the time, and 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 try to like hide this shit from her, man. So I don't have to. So I don't show her weak that I'm being weak, man. That's fucking bullshit, man. And nobody know that though, bro. I have to wake up every fucking day the next day for two weeks hearing this shit, man. Every day, bro. Nobody been through that shit. My teammates come and ask, "Oh, bro, come on, man, you gonna come practice today?" Fuck no, I ain't practicing. Got a broken leg. What do you like? Exactly. Physically, literally, and, physically, and you, you know what's crazy? What's crazy is, bro, we were staying at the Hilton Hotel at this time, you know, because that's where we had training camp. We brought the training camp back here. We we didn't go to Greenbrier. Yeah, you guys. So we at the Hilton, you know. So every day I got to walk up to my damn uh, my hotel room, man. I, I got the dodge trying to dodge coach. I don't want to see his face after I knew what type of meeting we just had. You did? I don't want to see this man's face. Got the duck and hide trying to make sure I go to my room so I don't run into a accidentally bump into him, man, because I already knew it's going to be that that negative energy. Why the fuck I got to do that in a professional game, man? You shouldn't have to hey, do my, that. My, just forget a professional game. This is a professional work environment. Exactly. Like, if this was happening at, you know, Costco or something like that, you'd have lawsuits. Like... Yeah, that's I mean, not how it, it works be. in the NFL. Yeah, no. And it's, crazy. It, it, it's just been crazy to me listening to you because you you keep on talking about, you know, players don't get to tell their side of the story. Teams control the narrative. They keep everything in house. And then if a player goes out and says something, it's you know, tries PR to tell their nightmare. side of their story, but they're, they're labeled as a nuisance. They're labeled as a Correct. diva, you know, yep. and that's as much the fault as the media as it is of these NFL teams. But. That's the system right now. You know, it's, that's the way that it's, it's not ready. fair. I mean, at the end of the day, like we keep saying, I mean, you guys are still <laughs> human beings. We're human. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, it's bad, man. And I only can speak from my experience because I went through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I, I love that I've been through it and I went through it, man, because, man, I love Canada, man. I, man, it made me realize Canada is where I need to be, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Man, it opened my eyes, man. I love Canada, man. I love Hamilton, <laughs> man. Friendly friends. I'm so man. thankful. And you know what's crazy is, man? Look how God works, man. I'm still the highest paid cornerback in history, man. Yes, Ever. sir. In the awesome. TFS. So look how God works, man. Come on now. Yeah. He didn't put me through all that shit. All them fusses and fights, man. Coach, oh, man, hold on. I got one more thing to say, man, because this shit is awesome. I love it. 
because I'm in a good spirit right now, man. I'm in a great, I'm in a great place right now, man. I just love to hear it, man. Dude, I'm waiting for the next 30 for 30 on this. Yeah, it's dope, man. It's crazy. Um, what I want to, oh, so, so we was, uh, so, okay. I, after all the fiasco didn't happen, right. We could figure out that she was a misdiagnosis. Everything was, you know, we, we know the doctors got fired and everything. <laughs> no, did what? No, he came and tried to apologize to me in, in a, in a team special teams room, uh, one day, but I wasn't hearing the shit because for two weeks, a week and a half. I'm trying to explain to you and tell you what's going on with me. You did not care to hear about it. You did not care from a player's point of view as to what was going on with me. You could, you could care fucking less. But the fact that your doctors were wrong, they got the misdiagnosis and everything happened. You want to fire your doctors and you want to come tell me and make this a, a apology like, oh, I fired the doctors for you. Man, fuck that. Fuck you. I don't want that damn apology. Ain't no motherfucking apology. It's half-assed. It's not. It's not really. Oh, genuine. and that's why we. That's why I fired the doctors. They had to get up because we want what's best for the fucking. Thing. Listen to me. If this, if this would, if this, if this would have got figured out before, like the misdiagnosis, if we would have figured out it was a broken leg before, man, I prom- I promise you, I still be in the league because we would have known how to address the situation. You know what I'm saying? We'll know what procedures to take. Okay, we need to make sure he stay off his leg. But you don't care about me that much, man. You you just want to see me practicing. You just want to see me playing. But you got to think about my health, man. How can I be 100% for you? And 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 you ain't even letting me be honest with you and be upfront with you to get healthy or to get seen or check, man. You know? Yeah. And what's bullshit is, dog. Man, fucking 16, man. Yeah, after coming off the broken leg, man, that year, I came back and played the 49ers. Uh, well, I came back and I started back playing the 49ers. And uh, I think we had the Denver Broncos game and I had a, a bad game. And mind you, now listen to me. I'm just getting from surgery. I'm just getting, you know, through my eight weeks of damn, uh, 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 of, of my checkup or whatever through my leg. You throw me out there on the football field. I'm telling you, I'm nowhere near 100%, bro. I don't give a – when I step on the football field, man, I want to know I'm at my best. Yeah. So does course. any other player. So does you. Whenever you get on y'all mic, y'all want to be at y'all best. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, 100% I mean, right. Amen. Okay. So if I'm telling this man, I'm like, Coach, I'm nowhere near that. I'm at 50%, bro. When we started playing against the Denver Broncos in 2016, when I finally came back, you know, healed, uh, from, my, from my fibula or whatever. They threw me back out there. I wasn't ready. They knew I wasn't ready. The trainers knew I wasn't ready. They, they knew. The coach knew I, no, they knew I wasn't ready, man. But they still threw me out there to, to, to make me look back. For what, man? I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It was some sketchy shit, bro. You go throw me out there, and then I got to go check Demarius Thomas. I ain't scared of no fucking Demarius Thomas, man. <laughs> but I know where my damn body is. I know I'm not, I know I'm not able to keep up with this, man, because I know where my body is. I'm not even full speed yet. So you want to make me look bad out there. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you going to throw me out there? Oh, your 50% is better than a lot of guys in this league, 100%. Well, I don't want to play this shit, man. I don't want to play in the league then. If you want to put me out there at 50%, I don't want to play in this shit. Man, let me go back. You know what I'm saying? And at the time, that's how my mind was. Y'all got to understand it. This is how my mind was during, the, during those times, you know, during those hard times for me. Yeah. You know? It's bullshit, man. It's, it's really and they're going to they talk bad to the media to me. I'm gonna say, oh well, well, I ain't gonna say the media. Let me let me back that up. You're gonna talk bad to me. You're gonna come to me 
and tell me, pick your head up. Don't don't leave your head down. Why you all you, you look like you lost your confidence? Man, lose my motherfucking confidence, man. I'm just not healthy. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. You I'm coming off a I broken have... leg. It's like it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. You're not gonna just miraculously be a hundred percent. Just coming off a broken leg, and you expect me to damn be, you know, be able to check Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, man. Man, come on, man. Really? Then look at me at the end. Oh, your head down. Why you you lost confidence in yourself? I'm, I, we about to start losing confidence in you, Bruh, Y'all really? So now everything is turned on me now. Y'all want to make me look like I'm the bad corporate? But y'all throwing me out that fifty percent, man. Yeah, you could tell it was strategic. It was at least from this standpoint. It sounds like it was strategic. They were trying to like. I mean, I man, I'm washing my damn self out the league. Yeah. Put it like that. I'm, I'm going out here playing bad, playing hurt. Playing like this, man. Look at my dog. I'm not, I'm not even about to put nobody else's name up in this motherfucker, man, because that ain't my business. That ain't my place. I got only gonna focus on Delvin Bro. But man, it's bullshit, man. It was all bullshit, bro. You know, it was all bullshit, man. And like I said, I love the Saints. I love Coach Payton. I love my organization. I love my Who That Nation. I do. I love him, man. That was just a, that was a trying time for me. And and my that side of the story never got out, dog. And the reason why I want to share with you guys about that is because, man, I'm at a great space with myself, man. I'm in a great place, man. I'm, 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 you know, single to myself, you know, and I can actually have a lot of time to, you know, to, to think and dwell, draw closer to God, man, get in my Bible more and, and, you know, say the right things because I'm just in a positive space, man. And it shouldn't be no, you know, it ain't no bad blood, man. I, like I said, man, I, we handled everything well, man. I feel like I handled everything well. Like I said, it was just. I want my side of the story to get out, man. People need to hear this shit, bro, because I'm not just the only one. You hear me, man? I'm not the only one that's been through that shit, man. I'm more sure they have guys who've been there before me or guys that's going through this shit now. How the hell we always have good players and they always get hurt? Next thing you know, they shipped out of here. Man, some of this shit, man, some shit just ain't right to me, man. And I don't care about that aspect, but the, but the fact of how the shit was handled between me and Coach Payton, man, and it never got out. Nobody never heard my side of the story. My fans, I, I just want my fans to hear me out. You know, that's this is what happened, man. This is what's going on. That what was going on through that time, and y'all need to hear that. You know, because it could save somebody else's life. You know, it could save another athlete. It can, you know, it, I don't know, but I just want people to hear my side, man, because I I think it needs to be heard. Oh, absolutely, Definitely. absolutely. And uh, I, I'm curious, were you there? Um, did you ever spend any time with Akeem Hicks? Did you? Did your time overlap with his? Yeah, Akeem. Uh, yeah, I was there my rookie yeah. year. Yeah, Akeem. That, so mm -hmm. I, he had a similar situation happen with injuries with the Saints as well, if I'm not mistaken. You know, it, and just going back to what you said about this not being this uncommon of a situation, like it's a very real thing that happens to a lot of players, and mm -hmm. I, I think that it's commendable that you're bringing awareness to this because, that, like, like I you said. To. it's it, it's not something that players get to talk about. No, exactly. no one sheds some light. I mean, it's this is definitely not the only case. There's, I no. no, it's going on right now. It's going on. I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all, man, it's bad. You know, and 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 before my time, like 15, when I got in there, you know, I had a couple of players tell me what what was going on in their situation. You know, I'm not gonna say no names, but mm. just guys, man. It was multiple guys, not just one or two, multiple. You did? So I'm sitting up here like, man, I just hope it don't happen to me. And look what happened. So let me you ask did. you, what, what, do you, what do you think is, you know, if you were going to try and fix this problem, what does that look like? Is it just, you know, is it more opportunities for players to get their story out? Is it, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I want guys to not be afraid, man. 
Step up for yourself. Speak up for yourself, man. Don't don't let it get too late, man. Don't let it get too late like me, man, because I could I couldn't sleep, man. I, I used to have, you know, nights and, 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 and nightmares, you know, just from the whole incident as far as, you know, the way this man coming in there fucking, you know, talking to me like you could see the man's face. Like I, all I could do when I sleep, like I just see his facial expression and how disgusted he looked at me, man. Like but how disgusted no he was with me. But it was no respect. It was none. That, that's and awful. you know, I had I had one instance where, um, you know, one of the one of my little friends, you know, she was like, she like she she, she was like, I heard you talking in your sleep. You know that? I'm like, what about what? She's like, yeah, you was talking about check my leg, check my leg. So my leg is broken. Something's wrong with my leg. Wow, man. Good lord. And she's like, you just laid back down and went to sleep. I'm like, what? I mean, not, yeah. not only yeah, had man. to deal with the physical, like the actual injury itself, it was taking its toll man, on mentally, man. And that is huge, yeah. especially. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, he mental, know though. Mental health is huge. Man. He know, man. Coach Payton know, man. He know. He know exactly everything we didn't we, we didn't been through. Everything we didn't went over. He know it's gonna eat him to it. So because he know it's the truth, man. You can't sit up here and keep doing that to people and, and, and thinking that shit ain't gonna ain't, ain't gonna get out, man, because that's wrong. It's certain ways you talk to people. You res- it's, it's certain respect. Yeah, I understand it's the nature of the business, right? I understand that. Like, oh, it's gonna be a tough business. This, but it 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 becomes, you know, be besides that, man. We know that part already. Everybody know that. Oh, it's a tough business. Football here. You got to be tough to play the sport. You got to do this and do that, man. But what's beyond that, man? You know the private the private meetings you have the 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 the, the, the heated situ- arguments you have like what you know what I'm saying like why all that don't get out everybody you know oh, they they say this the Saints release but why why is this person getting released or why is this person you know not practicing or you know because it's more than just what they're telling you man it's 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 more than that man they always trying to protect the motherfuckers man but they man it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong man it's so wrong. Now, based on your experience, like, would you recommend other players if you follow your lead and like go to the CFL or like other spring leagues like the XFL, like try to get away from that negative culture? Well, it, you know, and that's on certain guys because certain guys might like that man attention. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah, is yeah. to each his own, man. You know, I, yeah. I just know I did what was best for me. You know, maybe some guys are just gonna have to thug it out. Maybe guys, you know, just gonna tolerate that shit. You know, and just gonna sit up here and deal with it. That's there, man. But I, I, I know for me, I only can speak on me. I, however, I don't know. But I know for me, it was to get my ass to the CFL and get to just stay up out of there. You know, people keep asking me, am I, you know, wanting to come back to the NFL, man? Listen to me. If the door of opportunity opens, then yeah. But man, my, you know, first and foremost, I'm, I'm CFL bound. Man. I love it, man. You know. And you're killing it up there yeah, too, man. I mean, man I'm t- exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. So how the hell all, I get kicked out? I'm not kicked out the league, but how, how I, I'm not in the NFL. Man, I don't understand, man. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Because really, uh, my health issues. Why, why did I make two back, back-to-back All-Stars? Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, right after this, you know, man, it's crazy. The proof is in the tape, man. Right it, come on now. Tell me. Please tell me. I, I ain't crazy. Because I just left the Saints. When they didn't sign me back that year, I went and made All-Stars. So what is the issue? What, what? It's something else, man. It's something. Oh, easily. It's something. Please, I, I just want to know, man. Why the hell, like, bro, if I didn't work so damn, that's why I'm so damn frustrated and so fucking pissed off to this day, bro, because I didn't work my ass off to get to that point for it to happen like that the way it did? Man, something ain't right, man. That's bullshit. That's I bullshit. think you have every right to be upset. It's bullshit, man. Absolutely.
but you know, I'm thankful though. You know, I, I wake up every morning, pray to God, I'm thankful where I'm at. You know, Hamilton took taking me. You know, they taking me in, man, and I love it, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. I'm I'm living. I can take care of my son. You know, I can. I'm, I'm like I said, I I was able to start my clothing line. You know, so you know, it's, it's coming, man. Doing well, man. Mm. Yeah. Despite all that, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm a strong motherfucker, man. I'm sorry, but I'm strong. No, no I don't think that anybody would ever question that. <laughs> Shit, man. And so give like us you... a uh, give us a 2020 Tiger Cats outlook. Any uh, any predictions for this upcoming season? Man, you know what, man? Nope, I'm not even gonna jump ahead of myself, man. We just don't, you know. Everybody working, man. You know, I talked to my guys the other day, man. You know, all my DBs working, my linebackers, my D D line working, man. Everybody's hustling. Grinding, man. You know, we we know what we have to do. We knew last year was was short, so we came up short last year. So we know what we have to do this year, man. And I'm excited, man. I'm very excited. Yes, man. And we have, man. We didn't bought in so many key pieces, bro. Man, I think we go. Man, this is it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> we're going to the Great Cup and we're gonna win it this year. Well, if we have a season. Place your I love now. it. That's yes, awesome. sir. I love it. That I mean, whew, I'm glad you were able to shed some light, and we were able to hear your point of view. And because, like we've been talking about, they're they're really never you really never get a chance to hear a player's inside perspective, especially in um and the NFL setting. So this that this was awesome, man. I mean, I can't oh, even no put problem. the words to it. This was just um, truly remarkable, and your story is even more remarkable, and it's still going, and we're excited. To see what's next, man. I mean, this is yes, awesome. Yes, I appreciate it, man. It's so dope. I'm excited to tell it, man. You know, because it's it's finally like a weight's been lifted, man. You know, it's finally like, all right, it's time. It's your time now. You know, just do what you got to do. You know, if if media want to ask and like, what's what's the reason? You know, and I'm gonna just tell them my part. You know, because I feel it's right that you guys hear my part, man. You know, not just the the, the team side. Hear my part. Hear, and then, like I said, they have other players out there too, man. Like, ask, ask guys, man. Like, because I know it ain't just me, you know? So, and I, I remember one guy was talking about it. Uh, he was bringing light to it. But it never really got talked about more because nobody backed this person up, man. So, I'm just hoping I, I, I bring a little light to it more and more athletes, you know, back me up on this, man, because... It's, it's the truth, and, and, and like I said, I ain't the only one going through it, man, and we, we need to bring light to it, man. Definitely, man. I mean, you give you give a voice to the voiceless, which is awesome, and that needs to be yeah. done. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything else uh, you want to? No, man. I'm just, man, shout out to my son, DJ, man. I love, <laughs> love you. It. You know, I love you, man. You know, daddy love you, bro. And, we, you know, that's it, man. I'm about to go get my work out in now. I got a source that says that that uh, your son's lining up to be a quarterback. Not not gonna follow the defensive <laughs> back footsteps. Is that correct? Hey, now, yeah, man. Hey, if you see if you see my little guy's arm, man, she's and he's only well, he was two. Man, he throwing that thing at least about ten yard, fifteen yards now. Wow. You know, so I, I I have me something now. Now you got a little mini Mahomes on your hand, man. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, but I need more podcasts to talk to, man, because I'm excited. I need to share this. This needs to really get around, man, Definitely, because dude. Couldn't agree more. this is it's dope, man. It needs to, you know. Oh, and I, Just so at least – and then the fans can have a, 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 a understanding too now. 
You know what I'm saying? That's true. Okay. All right. Now I can see why. No, exactly. And I think you might open a lot of people's eyes with this just because, like you've been saying, this isn't a story that's told by anybody, you know? Yeah, man. So I appreciate the opportunity, man. You know, just to, you know, share my words, share my, my, my thoughts and things that's, that's on my heart. Um, and like I said, it's out of my mind. I mean, I'm, I'm able to talk about it now and, you know, I'm focused this ever, man. And I appreciate you guys for even letting me come on, you know, you know, during this time, man. So I appreciate it. Hey, our pleasure, man. I mean, thank you very much. Yeah. Can't even, yeah, can't thank you enough for joining us. This is awesome. That's a beautiful thing, man. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So Delvin Bro of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, keep an eye out for him in 2020. Uh, just launched his clothing brand, Bro Show Apparel. Uh, definitely go and check that out. He's got some incredible stuff there. High and more. Giving it a look. And more. <laughs> and We're more. on the way, too. We got a summer line dropping soon. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it was a pleasure. Thank you, boss. Thank y'all, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thank y'all need me so on much, again, man. man. You know, let me know, man. I'm, I'm free. Will right, do. We will totally right, thank you, gentlemen. Yep. I right, have a good have one. A good one. You too. All right. Well, that was that was truly, I, I mean, the hard to describe, but like that was awesome. That was, I got goosebumps, yeah, man. man. That was that was, that was great. Was <laughs> I, I mean, that was great insight. Yeah, I mean, you really never get to hear any stories like that. I mean, it's hard for that stuff to get out. So I'm glad we had him on, and he was able to tell his his side of the story, and I think that's very important. Yeah, we hope Just, we can get it out to as many people as possible. Oh yeah, I think that'll be even better. And just as an aside, what, what an incredible human being. Oh, I mean, yeah. his story is, if that if that's not the most inspiring story you've ever heard, at least from athletics, then that, I, don't I don't know what, what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm surprised there isn't a 30 for 30 on that. I mean, that's pure gold material right there. Like, there needs to be some kind of documentary right now on this dude and his, his story. That his life is made for a thirty for a thirty. I oh, think you're yeah. exactly right. It's, yeah, forget the last dance for those guys. guys. We need him, his story on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, I think that'll do it. We got a got a juicy one for you this week on joy and pain for Devin, Bernard, and Chris. This was episode two. We'll see you next time.